Peace and blessings. This is Colossal Talks. And I want to ask the black man something today. What are we waiting on? Huh? Just what the hell are we waiting on? Who's going to save our people? If we don't step up and do it. See, I'm a black man. You're not going to fool me, black man. I know what we're talking about. We're talking about music all day. We're talking about sports all day. Talk about pussy all day. But how many brothers out there talking about group economics? How many brothers out there talking about reparations? How many brothers out there truly want to save their community? Oh man, I'm not talking about no damn turkey giveaway. I'm talking about giving our people jobs. I'm talking about trying to create an infrastructure to save our people. There's people logging off already because they don't want to talk about this. This is uncomfortable. If you don't love black people, if you don't love yourself, you don't want to talk about this. Still want to march. We've been marching a long time, my black people. A long time. The best thing we can do right now is control the black dollar. And black man, that starts with you. You have to be the leader of the household. You have to promote buying black to the whole family. They're going to listen to what the follow the, what the leader is doing. So if you lead in the house like you're supposed to, hey hey, guess what? We buying black in this house. Whenever we got an opportunity to buy black, we buy black. No question. White man ain't stopping you from doing that. We're not going to sit here and blame the white man uh, as, as if he's grabbing your hand and forcing your hand to go inside your pocket, grab your black money, and give it to a white company. White man not doing that. You doing that. The time is now. The time is now. What you waiting on, black man? The 400 years is up.
Haven't you heard? I don't care if I got an opportunity to buy black toothpicks over white toothpicks. I'm going to get the black toothpicks. This is a matter of self-love. Self-love. If you love your people, I don't have to beg you to buy black. If you loved yourself, I wouldn't have to beg you to buy black. Group economics is here right now. Let's master it. We can have Black Wall Street tomorrow. We can have Rosewood tomorrow. Except we know what we got to do. We got to have a military guard in our communities. Oh, it ain't going to be just, oh, you come up in our community and check up on us and see what we're doing so you can go back and tell your people and how you can uh, somehow... Uh, be counterproductive to what everything we're trying to do. No, we're not doing that no more. Huh. Fool me once, white man. But you ain't gonna fool me again. If you fool me, you can't fool me again. That's the way old <laughs> that old dumbass leader said it, right? The time is now, black people. And black man, it starts with you, man. Step up. Step up, brother. What you scared of? What your white friends might think? Because you're promoting black? You know why they don't have to promote uh, their white companies? Because the system is already doing it. Turn on your TV, Negro. Turn on your TV. You don't have to promote white supremacy when the system is promoting it. That's why they just sit back and be quiet, the liberals. I'm just, I don't want to even talk about race. We're all just equal. The system doesn't say that. Don't tell us. Go tell the system. This is Colossal Talks. And I'm tired of being sick and tired. Buy black or stop talking by black or sit your ass down I love you peace and blessings This is Colossal Talks. And I want to ask the black man something today. What are we waiting on? Huh? Just what the hell are we waiting on? Who's going to save our people if we don't step up and do it? See, I'm a black man. You're not going to fool me, black man. I know what we're talking about. We're talking about music all day. 
We talking about sports all day. Talk about pussy all day. But how many brothers out there talking about group economics? How many brothers out there talking about reparations? How many brothers out there truly want to save their community? Oh man, I'm not talking about no damn turkey giveaway. I'm talking about giving our people jobs. I'm talking about trying to create an infrastructure to save our people. There's people logging off already because they don't want to talk about this. This is uncomfortable. If you don't love black people, if you don't love yourself, you don't want to talk about this. Still want to march. We've been marching a long time, my black people. A long time. The best thing we can do right now is control the black dollar. And black man, that starts with you. You have to be the leader of the household. You have to promote buying black to the whole family. They're gonna listen to what the follow, the, what the leader is doing. So if you lead in the house like you're supposed to, hey, hey, guess what? We buying black in this house. Whenever we got an opportunity to buy black, we buy black, no question. White man ain't stopping you from doing that. We not gonna sit here and blame the white man uh, as if he's grabbing your hand and forcing your hand to go inside your pocket, grab your black money and give it to a white company. White man not doing that. You doing that. The time is now. The time is now. What you waiting on, black man? The 400 years is up. Haven't you heard? I don't care if I got an opportunity to buy black toothpicks over white toothpicks. I'm going to get the black toothpicks. This is a matter of self-love. Self-love. If you love your people, I don't have to beg you to buy black. If you loved yourself, I wouldn't have to beg you to buy black. Group economics is here right now. Let's master it. We can have Black Wall Street tomorrow. We can have Rosewood tomorrow. Except we know what we got to do. We got to have a military guard in our community. Oh, it ain't going to be just, oh, you come up in our community and check up on us and see what we're doing so you can go back and tell your people how you can uh, somehow uh, be counterproductive to what everything we're trying to do. No, we're not doing that no more. Huh. Fool me once, white man. But you ain't going to fool me again. If you fool me, you can't fool me again. That's the way old, <laughs> that old dumbass leader said it, right?
The time is now, black people. And black men, it starts with you, man. Step up. Step up, brother. What you scared of? What your white friends might think? Because you promoting black? You know why they don't have to promote uh, their white companies? Because the system is already doing it. Turn on your TV, Negro. Turn on your TV. You don't have to promote white supremacy when the system is promoting it. That's why they just sit back and be quiet, the liberals. I'm just, I don't want to even talk about race. We're all just equal. The system doesn't say that. Don't tell us, go tell the system. This is Colossal Talks. And I'm tired of being sick and tired. Buy black or stop talking. Buy black or sit your ass down. I love you. This is Colossal Talks. Talking about the real because the fake don't. Peace and blessings. So today in the news, the governor of Virginia says something about the first Africans to arrive on the shores of Virginia was indentured service. indentured service indentured service apparently white people have the ability to go to these Ivy League schools make straight A's They can, they can tell you all type of math problems and math equations. They can see into space. And they can see Pluto and, and, and they can see new Earths out there. That's what they say now. They say we, there's 34 new Earths out there. We've discovered 35 new Earths this year. <laughs> you can understand all that. But you don't understand the difference between an indentured servant and a slave. Hypocrisy. I think we have the audio. Can we get the audio? Let's get the audio. Let's see what he says. What? The first uh, indentured servant from Africa landed on our shores in Old Point Comfort. What we what? The first indentured servant from Africa landed on our shores in Old Point Comfort. What we call the first indentured servant from Africa landed on our shores in Old Point Comfort. What we call the first indent
indentured servants from Africa let the first uh, indentured servants from Africa landed on our shores in Old Point Comfort, what we call now Fort Monroe. And while also known as slavery. Yes. Yes. Yes, motherfucker. Yes. Also known as slavery. These white people are a trip. Auntie had to check them fast, also known as slavery. Because she know if she didn't check them, the black community was going to be on her ass. I wish you would sit there and say indentured service right in front of that sister and she don't say nothing. The black community would have been on her like white on rice. But the white man tried it. This is what white people do. They're trying to whitewash history. It's happening right in front of your face. I've heard them rewriting the books and saying that it wasn't slavery. It was indentured servitude. But this was my first time actually hear them say it. Like, is this what y'all... What, what is it? What is it really? Let's talk about it. What is it really? Why are white people trying to say indentured service instead of slavery? Because if you say slavery, then you have to recognize that there is a slave master. <laughs> and that's uncomfortable. Because now they have to look in the mirror. It creates cognitive dissonance. Master teacher Dr. George Gord breaks it down. Cognitive dissonance is what they suffer from. Anything that makes them uncomfortable, they're going to try to balance that out. But I don't want to say slavery because that makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm going to say indentured servitude. That makes me feel better. I can sleep at night knowing that your ancestors were just indentured servitudes. Except the indentured servants would agree to work four to seven years in exchange for transportation to America. If you want to come to America, you got to work for seven years. You cool with that? I'm cool with that. I get some land after that? Yeah, you get some land after that. Okay, cool. I'm an indentured servant. No problem. That's not what a slave was. A slave didn't have no choice. There was no, after seven years, your time is up. From birth to death. That's what our ancestors went through. Mr. White Governor from Virginia. That's what our ancestors went through. From birth to death. A dentured servant.
people got some audacity. The caudacity. Sat right there across from a black woman and said, indentured servant. That is white privilege. To, 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 to have the, the boldness to do such a, 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 a disastrous thing, he exemplified white privilege. Let me see if I can get away. Let me see if I got the privilege to get away from this. <laughs> it's amazing to me. I would have walked off. I would have said, you know what, this interview, what you say? Indentured servant. No, you got, you, no, we're the people from birth to death that you enslaved. Based on your skin color. That's it. Your skin color. Let people know whether you were suited for slavery or not. And we're the and we are the creators of these people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We are the original. And they had us enslaved to them. <sighs> he goes on to say in the interview, but I think we still have a lot of work to do. Even though uh, there's no more slavery, and even though there's no more Jim Crow, and even though there's there's no more segregation. And I'm sitting there, whoa, whoa, you, you, you talking like you're giving us pat on the back or something. Are you, are you making yourself, I mean, you, if you will see his face, you can see that he's just pleased. Yeah, at least we're not putting that whip on your back anymore. That was his attitude. Be thankful for that. You know what? I expected them. They don't surprise me. Ain't nothing white people. What can if white people still surprising you in 2019? Something wrong with you? White people surprising me in 2019? They show that they're capable of everything. It's an unfortunate truth. Not I. Not I. Won't fool me. Indentured service. He really said that. I, I can't wrap my head around that. In 10 years, they're going to be saying Michael Jordan was white. You don't hear what I said. In, in, in 20 years, they're going to start saying LeBron James was white. That's how much they whitewash history. I love y'all. Peace and blessings. This is Colossal Talks. Peace and blessings. This is Colossal Talks.
know? I really don't get it. I don't understand. First of all, why we wear Gucci in the first place? Hmm? No, no, no. You, you logged on the podcast, so we're going to talk about it. Why you wearing Gucci in the first place? What has Gucci done for your black ass? Are they helping build up communities? Are, are, are they coming in our neighborhoods and, and, and helping provide a better quality of life? Is that what Gucci's doing? The way we fucking, excuse my language, the way we wearing their products, the way we glorify their products, what are they doing for us people? Is Gucci coming to Detroit and building up schools? But I bet y'all could find a bunch of Negroes wearing Gucci in Detroit. Is Gucci coming to Atlanta building up schools? But I bet y'all could find a lot of Negroes wearing Gucci in Atlanta. L.A. Houston. Miami. Chicago. What is Gucci doing for these communities? Y'all don't want to talk to me. This is Colossal Talks. We want to be like that white man so bad. Huh? We want to be like that white man so bad. We want to be like the slave master so bad. We want to look like the slave master. Talk like the slave master. We want to live where the slave master live. And if you want to do everything the slave master does, guess what? You might be still a slave. What is uh, Louis Baton doing for black people? What 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 is uh, uh, Dolce and Gabbana doing for black people? You got to talk. You got to tell me something. What is Guest doing for black people? Is Banana Republic, what, what they doing for black people? Give me the list. The way we rock it, we should have five things off the top of our head. Rav Lauren ain't doing nothing for your black ass. Negroes say polo to I die. Polo to the head to toe. That's what they say, right? What's 
Fendi doing for your black ass? Chanel, Burberry, Hill Figure, Timberland. <laughs> Boy, we must be out our damn mind. We're sick. We're sick. We're sick because we don't realize that we are the ones that are financing our own oppression. Oh, yes. They don't want to talk about that. Accountability. That's what we're talking about. We have to talk about accountability because Mary Kay ain't doing nothing for your black ass. Coach ain't doing nothing for your black ass. Nautica ain't doing nothing for your black ass. And don't at me. Don't at me on that. Black people can't tell me five black-owned clothing brands. But we'll be wearing five different white brands at the same time. Drop my phone. It don't make no sense, my people. Draws will be Fruit of the Loom. Shoes be Nike. Your watch will be Michael Kors. Your shirt will be Gucci. And glasses will be Tom Ford. And we wondering what's wrong. You what's wrong? Buy black or stop complaining. Buy black or stop marching. Buy black or shut the hell up because you either contributing to the problem or you helping the problem. Excuse me, you contributing to the problem or, 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 or you trying to solve the problem. Which one is it? You trying to solve it or what? The only way to solve it is to control that black dollar. The best way to protest is to control that black dollar, my kings and queens. Spend it with your brother. Spend that black dollar with your sister. But your brother and sister got to have a business for you to contribute. Ain't nobody doing no handouts here. I need you to have a business. I like to wear socks every day. I don't know many black-owned sock companies. Okay? We use the bathroom every day. I don't know nobody making no black-owned toilet paper. These are the things we got to talk about. Ownership. Ownership. That's what it comes down to, my people. And when we figure this out... <laughs>
It's gonna be a beautiful thing. We thinking we gotta die to get to heaven. You think Black Wall Street didn't have the heaven on earth? Do you think Black Wall Street didn't have their heaven right on earth? Black owned schools, black owned banks. We talking about over 20 something black owned restaurants. Black owned taxi companies, black owned motels, hotels, community centers. But we have to control that dollar. We have the spending power. That's not the problem. We got money. But who are you giving it to? Who are you giving it to? Everything we need, we already got. In sports, they have a thing called controlled aggression. We are aggressive to spend money. It's just not controlled. The hell is Gucci doing for your black ass? Brothers out here will kill another brother. Take his money so he can go to the store and buy Gucci. It's <laughs> a joke, man. It really hurts me. Like, you know, I'm a little emotional talking about this. I didn't mean, I didn't know I was going to get emotional during this first podcast, but how they got us warped, man. They got our brain so warped. You know, and when you woke, when you conscious and you see this, when you see it, James Baldwin say to be a conscious black man is to be an angry black man. It makes you angry, man. Like I see what you're doing to my people. I can see your, your claws in their brain. And I can see you controlling them. And, it's, and it's, it hurts. Bet you Black Wall Street wouldn't have to boycott Gucci because they ain't already give a damn about Gucci. Rosewood wouldn't have to boycott Gucci because uh, they was already had their black luxury clothing lines. That's what I'm talking about, fam. We got to catch up. We got to hurry up. We behind. Can't say I want to boycott Gucci. I'm just going to wear Dolce. No, it don't work like that. Shut it down. 2019, 400 years is up. It's a wrap. This shit is over. It's a wrap. They gave us social media and the internet. That was the worst thing they did. Because now we can wake each other up. All we're doing is what our ancestors had. They were educating themselves. All we're doing in social media now is educating each other. See, it was the 80s and the, these 80s and 70s kids, a lot of us in the, in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, those were the, sleep, the most sleep group because they were totally educated by white educators. 
without social media. And the parents was working. Mom and daddy, they want to pretend everything. Their parents, our grandparents wanted to pretend that everything was cool now. We got the right to vote. Y'all, y'all, y'all good now. No, that ain't how white supremacy works. We lost all our businesses. Segregation, we lost all our businesses. Why your history teacher didn't tell you that? Why your history teacher didn't tell you, oh, also at the end of segregation, black people lost all their businesses? You left that out. Miss white teacher. Again, they have our mind warped. But it's okay, because we can get back to what we... Look, we're educating each other right now. You're educating yourself by listening to this podcast. By following this podcast. Because Colossal is going to give it to you real. We really... We're not doing this for the likes. We're not doing this for the likes. trying to wake our people up and we're saying the best way to get back what we lost is to start owning stuff ownership that's all we're saying we won't even need reparations because if we practice group economics we will finance ourselves more than these races ever could. I mean, when we all riding around in black-owned luxury vehicles, <laughs> man, y'all don't want to see this vision, man. I mean, I'm talking about you ain't got to beg your son to go play for a white coach in sport, break his knees, break his back, and hope he go to the... NFL, the NBA, hopefully hope that your child be that 1% to do what? So that you can have a dream house. How about you teach your son how to build a house? How about you send your son to a construction school or something? And that dream house can come a lot quicker than you think. We hustling backwards. But we're going to be all right, family. We're going to be all right. The awakening is here. I just pray that you catch this train before it goes. Because once it's gone, it's gone. This is Colossal Talk. Hey, listen. I love you. I love you, brother. I love you, sister. I love you, king. I love you, queen. We're going to be all right. Because we got each other. Keep educating. Keep inspiring. Keep being colossal. Think outside the box. Giving you knowledge daily. Peace. Peace and blessings. This is Colossal Talks. Today we will be giving you the introduction to Colossal.
I myself am King David. And my co-creator of Colossal is King Solomon. Peace and blessings, family. We're here giving you the raw, uncut, non-mainstream, everything. Everything. So let's get into how we started. So, Colossal in the beginning, we wanted to create something that could reach the masses, a company that could reach all forms of people no matter what, and and something to be very positive. Facts. Colossal in the beginning was positive energy, positive vibes. Um, But something happened. They killed Trayvon Martin. Matt. And then they killed Tamir Rice. Matt. And then they killed Sandra Bland. And they killed uh, Philando. And they killed... Out in Sterling, and they killed Brown. They they just kept killing us. Took a toll on us, mentally, physically, spiritually. We couldn't let it go by without, you know, King David. He 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 hit me up. We was overseas. We went back overseas. He was like, man, look at this video. And it basically was a knowledge itself thing. You know what I mean? It was more of who we were. And the information we never got from our white teachers in school. Never. All white teachers, by the way. All black school, all white teachers. King Solomon is from Ohio. I myself, I'm from Florida. So whenever you're following Colossal content, it may sound like, man, these brothers, you don't know, it's hard to tell where the brother from, you know? So that gives you, we, we from everywhere. We got people in LA. We got people in New York. Uh, what we're trying to do is represent all of Black America, the conscious community. We want to be your conscious news. We want to be your conscious media. Because we know CNN ain't going to give you the real. We know Fox News not going to give you the real. I don't see black love when I turn on the TV. I don't hear about black love when I turn on the radio. So we have to force feed you. Unapologetic. Black content. Unapologetic. And we do so with no apologies. And what's that we say? We support the real because the fake don't. There it is. There it is. Because the fake don't. If we don't tell you, who gonna tell you? 
We've been waiting on the white man to give us our history for 400 years. And we say time is up. It's too long. We gonna, we gonna educate ourselves. They messed up when they gave us the internet. Did you hear what I say, King? They messed up they messed us when up, they gave bro. us the internet. They did. And they really... They really... They still doing it. I mean, they're doing it, but the phones has it's a gift and a curse. That's right. Because you can get lost in it, and you can gain knowledge from it. Because it's a lot of influences out there, right? That's really dropping some real, real knowledge, right? Whether it's knowledge yourself, self love, right? business, group economics, you know what right. I'm saying? We like to, you know what I mean? We want our people to grow. So we we want to put the people in front of you that's going to help you change your mind frame. Right. Right. Because you're never going to see them nowhere else. You know what I mean? You're not going to hear about <laughs> Pop Darby on main TV. You're not going to hear about 19 Keys and Raspy Rawls. You're not going to hear about these great teachers. They're great. Their grace got a, a game. What? That's he got a game to help you save your family. Save we ain't seen it us. on TV yet. <laughs> save us. Like, that's us. Nobody doing that. And, on, and we support the people that that don't give us anything back. That's the major problem. We supporting the people and giving our money without even a thought process of are they investing in us? These people on Instagram is giving you instant gain to better your life. Instant gain. (laughs) That's what it should be called. Instant gain. It's it's easy. And that's why we, you know. How many up. checkerboards have you bought in your life? <laughs> How many monopoly boards have you bought in your life? How many chess boards have you bought in your life? And you can't buy a game that's gonna help you save your family? <laughs> man. How many how many NBA 2Ks? Oh man. How many 2K games you got in your house, Nico? That ain't worth shit. What is 2K doing for your community? Please tell me what schools is NBA 2K building in your black community? (laughs) They don't want to hear about that. This is Colossal Talks. (laughs) We'll be talking about that on another episode. We're going to give it to you the real. You know why we got (laughs) to give it to you the real? Because there's an old saying, if I love you, I have to tell you the truth. If I love you, I have to tell you the truth. There's no, there's no other way. There's no other way I would want it. You know what I mean? You, me, and my brother, you know what I mean? There's no other way I want you to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Give me the... Give me... A thousand percent. Give me the real so I know. I know who you are. I know you love yourself. So I know you love me and you're going to show that. And that's what we have to 
That's what we want from all of our people. That's right. If there's a problem, don't burn the bridge. Mm-hmm. That's what we love to do. We need to talk. Communication is key. We couldn't afford psychiatrists and counseling. That's a rich man's thing, and a rich man is who? You know what huh. I'm saying? So, well, we could do it for free. Our family. Our family is people we speak to. That's right. That's that's that's, right. that's, that's thinking colossal. <laughs> that's colossal right there. We we think on we 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 too disconnected. We're gonna change that though. There's a lot of people out here that's changing it as well. And it all stems from the plantation. It all stems from the plantation. The slave master would, would not whip you. He wouldn't get his son to whip you. He would get your uncle to whip you. Man. He would get somebody who you thought as a father figure to whip you. And you would never forgive him. You would never forgive him. Man. That bridge was burned forever. And these are the same type of behaviors that we see today. Don't know how to make up. Don't know how to forgive each other. White man, they cross each other. They go out and have a bill the next day. Man, I ain't worried about that. Man, let's get to this bag. A brother, he gonna be plotting on the way to. He gonna he ready to. He want, he, he want some revenge over something over some bullshit. But see, that's that that's the mind state that they put us in. That's not the mind state we need. That's not the original mind state of us as of, of who we are. But what's fascinating about that (laughs) is that we don't have that same aggression when the white man take your shit. Nope. (laughs) I saw a a post the other day, King Solomon said, it said, uh, I ain't seen a gangster uh, get into an altercation with the Klansman yet. Hey, but you gonna see gangsters killing gangsters. It starts with the knowledge, my people. I think it's changing though. I feel like it's gonna be changing. It's starting to change. It's, it's, it's I feel like it's gonna get there, man. I can see it. Because it's, you can't hide information. You can't it, Yeah, we here. Yeah. <laughs> You can't, you can't, you, they used to hold us back from reading. That's what, now we know. We know we are living the, 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 we are living in the days where we can understand clearly why they did not want you to read. It's not about the reading. It's the fact that you are going to read and then go tell somebody what you just read. <laughs> Sharing information. There's no Okay, you might know some information. That's not that don't bother me. It's you going to tell people what you know. That's that can destroy my whole system. And that's what we're doing right now. That's why Colossal is here, family. 
Yeah. We're here to share information with you daily, wake you up. Once again, you know our you 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 know our slogan. We don't do this for the likes. At all. We don't do this for the likes. And the sooner you understand that, the sooner you'll be able to understand us. We do this for the we do it for the love. We want to see you prosper because we know in order for us to survive, we need you to survive. We need you and the same, the same mind state. That's right. We moving at the same brain wave. We get a lot more accomplished. There's more unity. Unity is what takes us far. You look at every business. It's a unity. It's a unit. All these banks, they go to the islands and they party during the summertime. All the owner of these banks, they go to an island and party together. They call each other robberies, but in the back, they all they all chilling. We got to do that. Like-minded individuals. And we got to stop this, this crabs in the barrel, man. We don't understand our spending power at all. There is no competition, black people. You don't have enough black businesses for it to be competition. Man. You don't understand that. There is not enough black businesses for you to have competition, black person. Like, dog. And it's, 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 all, it's all because of brainwashing, though. It's like... I got to get mine before know, they get theirs. We want to stun on each other. Yeah. And really, it's, it, it doesn't give you anything. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't really give you anything. You just, the dopamine has taken over. Stop letting the dopamine. The dopamine that's light. spirit, man. It's really it releasing the chemical in their heads. And it is. If it's releasing the chemical that makes you feel good, do you not think that too much of that shit won't hurt you if you're or not even doing, that you know they say not, so, you, if you're not doing the right things right you know what i'm saying get right. dopamine for doing good things right. putting people putting people on planting seeds absolutely knowledge is the most powerful thing in the world next to time it's crazy you ain't never lie you ain't never lie. And it's, 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 it's like this. You know. This is what they've always been afraid of. They have never cared about you, Coonan. They ain't never cared about you playing sports. You know why? Because all that makes them money. Yeah. That's the problem. You don't want to own nothing. We just want to own materials that doesn't amount to nothing. <laughs> you know, I'll be the first man, I'll be the first person to blame white supremacy on the route to damn near all our problems. But a white man is not making you give your black dollar to another white person. He's not. <laughs> he he is not forcing it. your hand to reach in your pocket. <laughs> And pull your hand out and then give your money and releasing your money into that. No, you are. Hey, but no, it's not even 
it's not even white. It's not even. It is Asian people owning these a lot of these things in the in the hood. It's everybody Here. but you. You feel comfortable yeah. giving your money to everybody but you because they don't see it. We so only hatred. see the. It's 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 man. Self hatred. Self hatred is the root. Of, if you don't want to build your community up, that's a form of self hatred. You got a problem with black love? You get it's self hatred. I'm just we gonna call it the way it's here. You know we 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 got to see this is a problem. Dick Gregory said, you know if you got a if you got a cancer and I tell you you got a headache. I've lied to you <laughs> and you're going to die because Advil does not kill cancer. It does not cure cancer. Man. So we don't want to talk about real issues. And one of the things we don't want to talk about is accountability. Accountability and then the solution. We don't take actions on the solutions. You know what I mean? We know exactly what we have to do, and we still don't do it. Yeah. We need black-owned everything. I'm talking about black-owned socks, black-owned ketchup. Black they got black-owned owned underwear. You know it's a black-owned brand. Black I heard owned. about that. I heard yeah. about that. I, I, I know black I got to get underwear. me some of them draws. Yeah. I got to get me some of them draws, paws, and all that. <laughs> that don't even sound right. I gotta give me some of them drugs, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, black-owned water companies, man. Black-owned cologne. I mean, I'm talking about Everything. the remote control. We ain't got no black-owned remote control. No black-owned universal remote. We don't have. If a you black haven't noticed car. what I'm doing, all I'm doing is just naming everything that I see in front of me. Black-owned damn buttons. I want a black-owned car. Come on, man. Black-owned toothpicks. All that. We can do it, family. We can. And Colossal is going to promote it. We're we going to push it out. You know, we, we feel like, honestly, I'm going to tell you what me and my brother did. We, we, we did a cleanse. We did a European cleanse. And a lot of you might not know what a European cleanse is. A European cleanse is basically removing all European thoughts and influence from your mind, from your conscience. That means no TV. That means no radio, because you don't want to hear no commercials. Basically, just turning off that, that, that voice. You know that voice I'm talking about. That voice that don't give a damn about your community. That voice that wants to talk about sports when uh, a kid was just killed in the middle of the street. I'm talking about that voice who wants to talk about uh, the latest episode of whatever show on NBC when a little girl was just slain in the street by an official who we are supposed to pay with our taxes. That voice who doesn't give a damn about us. Yes, we had to turn that off. And when we turn that off, you know what that you know what happens? You begin to hear the real. Exactly. You begin to hear what's really going on. It's your, it's eyes, your it's mind hard. becomes clearer. And it's, it's a fast. If fasting is, we know fasting to be very healthy. Yeah, you got to. You can't, I think that's important for everybody to 
like that's not like let's say I understand the levels of of thought processes like in our community. A lot of people ain't there all the way. Like it takes le- it's levels to 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 consciousness. Yes. Like everybody don't they don't receive it the right way. So they, right. They they can't they don't understand it. it may be too much. You may just got this information and now you smothering them with the information because it's so it's so real that it can be like, overwhelming. We've been they've been hiding this shit from us, man. Like you gotta listen to me. Like they've been hiding all of this shit. Right. And all we gotta do is put in action and do what the hell they doing and make money so we can right. get out of this situation of poverty. Poverty is the recycled thing that they, you know what I mean? They they gentrifying, they it's a game. Right. And you're the you're the little chess, you're the little checkers. You're piece, yeah. you, you're nothing. You're nothing. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's like and and you don't see yourself as something because your mind is so tied up into whether you got an eight hour job plus overtime because you got kids. Like, I get it. I get why, how we are in this pendulum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's 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 going to take, it just, it takes a, it steps. And we're going to, I'm going to do a lot more reading on how to, to, to help people receive those seeds better. Like, we want all feedback on, on every episode of the podcast so that we are able to be better. That's right. Because we appreciate you. We want to know what your opinion is. We, we, we value your opinion. Yeah. Man, we've been going, we've been, you know, Colossus has been here a little while now. Yeah, you know, you may just not be hearing about Colossus, but we've been here for a while, and make no mistake about it, we 100% black power. And when we say black power, this is what we mean knowledge of self, strong black families, strong black communities. Controlling black economics so that we can build a strong black nation. Yes. Start to finish. (laughs) Now, you can listen to this podcast and be like, man, I don't care about that black power stuff. I'm about to come on and, you know, I'm going to go to Hooters and, and chill with the with the people and, and do what people do. Yeah, go watch some sports or some Yeah, job. you know, you, can, you got every right to do that. But don't complain. Yeah. Huh. Don't complain. I don't want to hear nothing. Hey, because it, it, it's, it's a statistic. It's going to happen. If you <laughs> Live long think. enough, brother. <laughs> Get your mind. Live around. long enough, brother. I, I, I want to see the black man that's lived this life without white supremacy affecting them. Please show them to me. 
The time is now. The time is now. Support your own. Support yourself. When you start to when, when, change your, your circle or to your picture, put your circle on. Onto the information. Y'all all can go in on the class on how to build a store online to make residual income. We're going to drop some Jews in there too because we got a lot of knowledge. We we been we have a lot of knowledge for y'all. We at Colossal can teach you how to build a business from the ground up. So to give you some, I I, I give you an idea of of what our plans are. Plain and simple is to save our people. We have this conversation every day. Man. It's our generation time. Martin Luther King is gone. Malcolm X is gone. Farrakhan is old now. Wake up, brother. It's your turn. Are you going to run this race? You know, I bet it was a lot of black people who sat at home during the march. Hey, and now it's like we got the phones. You got you got something in your hand that you can connect with people from all over the world, pretty much. Well, I mean, yeah. And y'all could control. You can control shit with your phone. This shit really is is really a device that you can you can make money come from thin air with it if you just. Take action. You just got to jump out the window with it. With your it's money. a business. You, gotta, you got a business right there on your phone. While you're yeah. scrolling and liking and whatever you may be doing with your phone besides not making money, you could be making money. Because you better believe they are. Huh, man, you better stop talking. You best believe they making money with their phones. You and think they're just liking <laughs> and, and, and retweeting all day? No. They checking stocks. They 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 checking they 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 uh they 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 the Google payments and whatnot. It's not a game out here. You could be making bread, but they got you doing it for the dopamine. Dopamine is paying your brain for you to think you that you 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 progressing and you're not. You're not progressing with dopamine. Get dopamine off of helping somebody and making money off of it and putting on people that need money, that need money for their light bill because they may not be able to make it. But you might, you know what I mean? You got to stop no more going out until you have everything solidified. You got to separate yourself from investing in things that don't bring you anything back. Can't make can't make money back off of no liquor, off of those shots. Hmm. How many photos are you gonna take? Hmm. How many selfies? I haven't been to the club and I don't know how long. I don't know how they I, I could only imagine that they probably I had seen somebody said who was it? It was uh 
great music. He said he he said the people in the club was just in there standing around. The guys was just taking photos of themselves, and the girls were by themselves. Nobody was dancing with each other. They care more like, about letting people know they're at that the club they're there. <laughs> it's not how it used to be. Like they're I not mean, in the moment. Dance back in the day, like back in the day. I would say we used to dance like we used to actually there wasn't no phone. So you had to, you know what I mean, be social. Right. But had to know how to talk to a girl. Yeah. The phone sucked you into this joint now. So like people actually are they talking to girls from the phone that they ain't even met before. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they meeting up. So it, if, if it's that easy to just talk to a girl, just try to get sex, why don't you talk to her about building something and Thank telling you. her about knowledge yourself and loving herself and just use that relationship just for that? Like, you, you it's dudes, you know, it's dudes. I, sometimes I see comments where dudes just be, they be thirsty. And it's like, man, you using... All of that time looking through they com looking through their photos of them promoting themselves. They that's nothing but promotion. And you just looking at it all day, trying to get in their DMs and see what's good. Wasting time. Time that you could be using for reading some knowledge to progress to progress you later on in life or in the now. That's what we about. Me and King David, we gonna we gonna give y'all like it's a lot of gems we're gonna drop for y'all. So David. You know, that's that's what we that's what we scream, you know. It's colossal giving you knowledge daily. And that's what it is. This is our introduction. This is Colossal Talks. And uh, as always, we love you. <laughs> we do it because we love you, man. We, we, we want to see our people prosper. We don't do this for the likes. And on that note, we out. Peace. Colossal Talks. Peace and blessings. Today, I want to talk about the importance of having a black woman. Because we have a lot of confused brothers out here today. And I mean a lot. You heard Dick Cannon say, black men are taught to look at white girls in America as if they're some type of forbidden trophy or something. And it's true. You see it through TV. You see it through media. 
all type of entertainment. But some of us actually bought into it. We must be sick. You must be sick to think that something that is recessive to you is better than you. Mm. We're going deeper. Now, what is it about? The root of it is self-hatred. Oh, yes. Make no question. The root of it is self-hatred. You hate yourself, Negro. That's what it is. You don't like yourself, therefore you don't want to produce yourself. That's why I really respect LeBron James. That's one brother that's the epitome of success who loves his black woman. You don't have to question his love for black women. A lot of you Negroes, I have to question. Do you love black women? Do you love your mama? Do you love your sister? Do you love your aunt? You love them just not enough to produce somebody that look like them. Get uncomfortable now. Don't get uncomfortable now. Because you see, if I love myself, I want to produce myself. Huh? If I love myself, I am going to want to produce myself. But it starts with the parents, too. Oh, yeah, we're not about to blame this all on the white man. Uh-uh. We know how some of these parents be. What do they tell us, fellas? I'm going to talk to the fellas for a second. Fellas know what they tell us. They'll say stuff like, uh, uh, bring a girl in, make sure she got some pretty hair or something like that. What does that mean? What does that mean? Make sure she got some good, I can't bring a girl with nappy hair and nails? Oh, it's a brother that knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's a brother listening to this that knows exactly what I'm talking about. You know, they'll say things like, don't bring no white girl in my house. And they'll leave it at that. Well, saying don't bring a white girl in my house is not exactly saying bring a beautiful black queen in my house. That's just saying whatever girl you bring in here, don't make sure she ain't white. Make sure she ain't white. That's not good enough, parents. That's not good enough. What's wrong with our people that we don't want to promote black love? Please talk to me. What is it? I'll tell you what it is. Willie Lynch letter. 
we are still putting shades of brown above other shades of brown. <laughs> Sick. Mentally ill. We have to understand that colorism is the sibling to racism. That's right. If you think you got to get uh, a pretty light-skinned girl in order to have a beautiful baby, you're sick. Something's wrong with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you something is wrong with you and you need help. And listen, I'm a light-skinned brother. You hear what I'm saying? I'm a light-skinned brother. I have no problem with saying dark skin is more dominant than mine. I have no problem with saying dark skin is the epitome of beauty. It is the wholeness of beauty. Huh? I have no problem with this. I have no problem with saying uh, dark skin is genetically superior than mine. It is what it is. At the end of the day, I'm a black man who loves to praise black people. However, a lot of us do not feel the same. A lot of us, we, we, we talk about black power, but we're not ready to act on it. Finding you a black woman, oh, that's, that's on the agenda in black power. Please believe that. You got to understand, a lot of these brothers are sick. You hear the brother say, oh man, I'm black enough. I, I gotta make me a light skin, baby, man. I gotta find, I can't get no girl my color. I'm already black. Jeez, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Condition. Conditioned by white supremacy to hate ourselves. And instead of saying black, instead of saying I don't want a baby black like me, we should stop saying black. We should start saying, uh, I, uh, you know, um, uh, I, got this, I got with this white girl because I wanted to make a baby that was genetically inferior to me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I wanted to make a baby that was in genetically inferior than me. Hmm. Yeah, I bet you listening now. If we stop saying, I want a mixed baby, how about just start saying, I want a baby that's genetically recessive than me. And I'm not, I'm not knocking against my mixed people. Please understand, I'm talking about the conditioning. Somebody got to talk about it. There's nothing wrong with wanting to produce the supreme. Please understand that. If you love yourself, reproduce yourself. 
Wake up, family. Get you a black queen and go sit down and be happy. I love you. This is Colossal Talks. Colossal Talks. Peace and blessings. Today, I want to talk about the importance of having a black woman. Because we have a lot of confused brothers out here today. And I mean a lot. You heard Dick Cannon say, black men are taught to look at white girls in America as if they're some type of forbidden trophy or something. And it's true. You see it through TV. You see it through media. All type of entertainment. But some of us actually bought into it. We must be sick. You must be sick to think that something that is recessive to you is better than you. Mm. We're going deeper. Now, what is it about? The root of it is self-hatred. Oh yes. Make no question. The root of it is self-hatred. You hate yourself, Negro. That's what it is. You don't like yourself, therefore you don't want to produce yourself. That's why I really respect LeBron James. That's one brother that's the epitome of success who loves his black woman. You don't have to question his love for black women. A lot of you Negroes, I have to question. Do you love black women? Do you love your mama? Do you love your sister? Do you love your aunt? You love them just not enough to produce somebody that look like them. Get uncomfortable now. Don't get uncomfortable now. Because you see, if I love myself, I want to produce myself. Huh? If I love myself, I am going to want to produce myself. But it starts with the parents, too. Oh, yeah, we're not about to blame this all on the white man. Uh uh. We know how some of these parents be. What do they tell us, fellas? 
I'm gonna talk to the fellas for a second. Fellas know what they tell us. They'll say stuff like, uh, uh, bring a girl in, make sure she got some pretty hair or something like that. What does that mean? What does that mean? Make sure she got some good, I can't bring a girl with nappy hair in the house? Oh, it's a brother that knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's a brother listening to this that knows exactly what I'm talking about. You know, they'll say things like, don't bring no white girl in my house. And they'll leave it at that. Well, saying don't bring a white girl in my house is not exactly saying bring a beautiful black queen in my house. That's just saying whatever girl you bring in here, don't make sure she ain't white. Make sure she ain't white. That's not good enough, parents. It's not good enough. What's wrong with our people that we don't want to promote black love? Please talk to me. What is it? I'll tell you what it is. Willie Lynch letter. We are still putting shades of brown above other shades of brown. Mentally ill. We have to understand that colorism is the sibling to racism. That's right. If you think you got to get a pretty light-skinned girl in order to have a beautiful baby, You're sick. Something's wrong with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you something is wrong with you and you need help. And listen, I'm a light-skinned brother. You hear what I'm saying? I'm a light-skinned brother. I have no problem with saying dark skin is more dominant than mine. I have no problem with saying dark skin is the epitome of beauty. It is the wholeness of beauty. Huh? Huh? I have no problem with this. I have no problem with saying uh, dark skin is genetically superior than mine. It is what it is. At the end of the day, I'm a black man who loves to praise black people. However, a lot of us do not feel the same. A lot of us, we, we, we talk about black power, but we're not ready to act on it. Finding you a black woman, oh, that's, that's on the agenda in black power. Please believe that. you got to understand, a lot of these brothers are sick. You hear the brothers say, oh man, I'm black enough. I got to make me a light-skinned baby, man. I got to find... I can't get no girl my color. I'm already black. Jeez. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? 
condition. Conditioned by white supremacy to hate ourselves. And instead of saying black, instead of saying I don't want a baby black like me, we should stop saying black. We should start saying, uh, I, uh, you know, um, uh, I got this, I got with this white girl because I wanted to make a baby that was genetically inferior to yeah yeah that's it I wanted to make a baby that was in genetically inferior than me hmm. yeah I bet you listening now if we stop saying I want a mixed baby how about just start saying I want a baby that's genetically recessive than me and I'm not I'm not knocking against my mixed people please understand I'm talking about the conditioning somebody got to talk about it there's nothing wrong with wanting to produce the supreme please understand that if you love yourself, reproduce yourself. Wake up, family. Get you a black queen and go sit down and be happy. I love you. This is Colossal Talks. these people did centuries and centuries of chattel labor like the so-called African American. Now, we have to understand Native American 
and the West African that came here were combined and made one. That's right. And another group said they were the Indians. And they got a lot of reparations that was supposed to go to black people. Now, this is the sad truth. I'm, I'm sorry to break it to you, but this is it. Who else gonna tell you? It's because of the reparations. That's what's keeping us in the state we're in. Dr. Claude Anderson said, if we don't get reparations, we're through. every other nation that got it. But here it is. If we ain't gonna fight to get reparations, we have to at least practice group economics. We can't not fight for reparations and not fight for group economics. We're totally lost if that's what we're doing. And that's exactly what we're doing. I wish black men talked about reparations as much as they talked about the NBA. I wish black men talked about reparations as much as they talk about the NFL. Reparations, I said. I wish black men talked about reparations as much as they talk about video games. If that was the case, we'd have it tomorrow. I wish my sisters would talk about reparations as much as they talk about what they see on TV. That's what you're not going to see on TV. And black folk be the first one to tell y'all, man, we ain't getting reparations. We ain't getting reparations. imagine Native Americans about to get reparations. I mean, on the day they about to get reparations, there was still some Native American that was saying, hey, we ain't getting that reparation. And when we get it, your ass don't need to get it. The one thing that can help our people, we don't even want to talk about. Comfortable with them living the lives that we're supposed to live. We're supposed to be the ones riding around in Mercedes. We're supposed to be the ones with mansions. We created the greatest country in the world. I don't think you realize that. We created the greatest country in the world and we don't even get no stake in it? Is that supposed to be life? No. No, 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 no. That's not how it's going down. 
This is our country. We built this country. Never mind that. They came before Columbus. That's what I, Dr. Ivan Van Sertemus talks about. We was here. We are the Native Americans. Somebody lied to you. Don't do your research on the black Indians. But don't get it twisted. We came here by slave ships too. ships came to the Americas and they just stopped at different parts of the Americas. And that's why you had Angola's being delivered in the South America, Angola's being delivered in Central America, and you had Angola's being delivered in North America. Nobody don't even talk about Angola. I wonder why. I wonder why. We came from the slave coast. West Africa as well. But your white teacher didn't talk about that. No, your white teacher didn't talk about that. You know why? Because these white history teachers are some of the greatest criminals in the world. They are the reason why our people are lost. They are the agents in the school. Because if, if they taught proper history, we would save ourselves. If you taught me about Mansa Musa, I know damn well I'm supposed to have well. Come on, man. If you taught me that my the great leaders who fought the European, don't tell me about the ones who submitted. Don't tell me about the ones who got conquered. Tell me about the ones that fought back. Why you on, why you only giving me parts of the story? Parts of the story. They don't even give you any of the story. They tell you your history started with the lash of the whip. wonder what's wrong with us. They're telling us our history started with the lash of the whip. And you wonder why kids bad? You wonder why some of our male, we have the, the issues with our men? Issues with our women? Because you're telling the history began in the cotton fields. And that's a damn
blessings. This is Colossal Talks. And right now I would like to talk to you about something that a lot of us don't talk about. Have you ever asked yourself why the richest people are the richest people? I'll tell you why. A lot of nationalities received reparations for the atrocities that was committed against them. Native Americans got reparations. Jewish people got reparations. So-called Jewish people. Japanese got reparations. But none of these people did centuries and centuries of chattel labor like the so-called African American. Now, we have to understand Native American and the West African that came here were combined and made one. That's right. And another group said they were the Indians. They got a lot of reparations that was supposed to go to black people. Now, this is the sad truth. I'm, I'm sorry to break it to you, but this is it. Who else gonna tell you? It's because of the reparations. That's what's keeping us in the state we're in. Dr. Claude Anderson said, if we don't get reparations, we're through. Playing his day. Because every other nation that got it. But here it is. If we ain't going to fight to get reparations, we have to at least practice group economics. We can't not fight for reparations and not fight for group economics. We're totally lost if that's what we're doing. And that's exactly what we're doing. I 
I wish black men talked about reparations as much as they talked about the NBA. I wish black men talked about reparations as much as they talk about the NFL. Reparations, I said. I wish black men talked about reparations as much as they talk about video games. If that was the case, we'd have it tomorrow. I wish my sisters would talk about reparations as much as they talk about what they see on TV. Because that's what you're not going to see on TV. Black folk be the first one to tell y'all, man, we ain't getting reparations. We ain't getting reparations. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine Native Americans about to get reparations. I mean, on the day they about to get reparations, there was still some Native American that was saying, hey, we ain't getting that reparation. And when we get it, your ass don't need to get it. The one thing that can help our people, we don't even want to talk about it. Comfortable with them living the lives that we're supposed to live. We're supposed to be the ones riding around in Mercedes. We're supposed to be the ones with mansions. We created the greatest country in the world. I don't think you realize that. We created the greatest country in the world and we don't even get no stake in it? Is that supposed to be life? No. No, 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 no. That's not how it's going down. This is our country. We built this country. Never mind that. They came before Columbus. That's what I, Dr. Ivan Van Sertimus talks about. We was here. We are the Native Americans. Somebody lied to you. Don't do your research on the black Indians. But don't get it twisted. We came here by slave ships too. ships came to the Americas and they just stopped at different parts of the Americas. And that's why you had Angolas being delivered in the South America, Angolas being delivered in Central America, and you had Angolas being delivered in North America. And nobody will even talk about Angola. From the slave coast of West Africa as well. But your white teacher didn't talk about that. No, your white teacher didn't talk about that. You know why? Because these white history teachers are some of the greatest criminals in the world. They are the reason why our people are lost. They are the agents in the school. Because if they, if they taught proper history, we would save ourselves. 
If you talk me about Monster Musa, I know damn well I'm supposed to have well. Come on, man. If you taught me that my the great leaders who fought the European, don't tell me about the ones who submitted. Don't tell me about the ones who got conquered. Tell me about the ones that fought back. Why are you only, why are you only giving me parts of the story? Parts of the story. They don't even give you any of the story. They tell you your history started with the lash of the whip. <laughs> and we wonder what's wrong with us. And we wonder what's wrong with us. They're telling us our history started with the lash of the whip. And you wonder why kids bad? You wonder why some of our men, we have the, the issues with our men? Issues with our women? Because you're telling the history began in the cotton fields. And that's a damn lie. Somebody got to talk about it. It's up to us. There's a new awakening happening. This new generation. We're not putting up with it. <laughs> we're not doing it anymore. We're going to call a spade a spade. some news for you sister it's hard to find a good woman too <laughs> I don't think you heard me I said it's hard to find a good woman too I know I ain't telling you what you heard I'm telling you what I know yeah it's, it's hard to find a good woman Especially if you a woke brother. <laughs> Y'all don't hear what I say. If you woke, your girl gotta be woke. Cause we all know when you unequally yoked, it ain't gonna work out. 
if there's an imbalance in consciousness, man, that's hard to deal with. I mean, that's hard to deal with. Because first and foremost, how you going to talk to somebody about liberation and freedom when they don't even want to hear about it? They don't even care about it. You're not enlightening them. You're annoying them. Let me tell you about my last girl. Loved her with all my heart. Truly cared for this girl, man. But she was with me when I went through my evolution. And those of us, we understand when I say evolution. When you go from your sleep mode to your woke mode. So she was in love with the person who was asleep. Oh man, our relationship was phenomenal when I was just a coon. I'm trying to tell you, when I was just a coon? Man, when I was uh, just a normal guy clubbing and, and talking about sports and celebrating white holidays. Oh man, I was the best man in the world. But uh, they killed Philando. They killed Alton Sterling. And something in me snapped. I noticed everybody was talking about sports and music, but was nobody talking about this? The injustice. So I became inspired to look at the history of why does white supremacy keep killing us? And I began to learn more about our history and the truth and the fact that they're lying about so much of our history and who we are. And that made me understand that if you lie about somebody's past, you can control their future. I don't think you hear what I said. If you lie about somebody's past, you can control the, their future. It's vital you understand that. So it made me angry. But at the same time, I was logical. I wasn't just raging about white people. I was like, I want to look at the history and I ain't have nobody to talk to but this girl. She was not trying to hear <laughs> at all. And she began to switch up on me, man. I started to notice things. I was flying out to see this girl. And I tell you, one time I flew out to see this girl to see her people. And uh, it was a birthday. We went out to the club. I was at this point, I was already woke. I wasn't really doing the whole club scene anymore. But I said, you know what? She want to go out. She's, she's, you know, she was a few years younger than me. 
I said, I know she wants to go out and have a good time. You know those young 20s. You want to go out and have a good time? I ain't mad at that. No problem. Let's do it. But she uh, invited some friends. And one of the friends, I noticed when she said his name, I said, oh, it's you. It was a dude, right? Yeah, it was a dude. Uh, he likes all her, so, her, her, her social media pictures. I, I just know, you know, any dude notices if his girl got a social media and you see the same name on like every picture, you're going to notice that. You, I mean, you're a human being. So I'm like, okay. And I mean, sometimes be a you know nice little sexy selfie or something like that. He always liking it. Come on, man. Come on, man. If you like a girl picture, what you what you what you mean? What, what, what you saying? You trying to what's up? You shooting your shot, point blank, period. Unless that's your cousin or something like. Unless y'all f- good friends, friends. But nah, it wasn't like that. Come on, man. And you know, I'll put it like this: any man knows when another man is into his woman. Every man knows. And it was one of those situations. But I'm not tripping. So we all there. But I can tell. You can feel the energy. And here's the flip side. He was there with his girl. He was there with his girl also. But I felt like he was showing my girl more attention. You know the nice little. (laughs) The little giggles. and, And I think one time they even tried to dance. And I was just looking at her like, you really got me fucked up. Like, you really trying me tonight. On her birthday, while I'm there to see her, this is what I'm going through. And I'm going to tell you what confirmed it for me. Her little brother was there. And I asked the little brother, I said, would you be comfortable with the situation? Because he could feel the energy. The energy don't lie. And he looked me dead in my eyes and he said, no, nah, I wouldn't be cool with this. A dude that obviously likes my girl, likes my girl, is here in the same room as my girl and was invited by my girl. What does that mean? Come on, man. You smell smoke, it's a fire. Still ain't tripping. Because you know what I mean? She used to play the game. When a brother starts saying obvious shit, a sister will play mind games sometimes. And she'll be like, uh, well, you know what? You're just jealous. <laughs> You're insecure. Some girls like that. I'm telling you. And I'll say sisters. I mean women because, you know, obviously any woman. But it's something we got to talk about. Because, you know, when I became conscious, the whole energy switched. And it, that's just one time. We, you know, we ain't even gonna talk about how I would walk up on her and she would be in her WhatsApp conversations. And when I walked up on her, she would quickly log out. And I'm not even trying to be in her business like that. But you notice, obviously, you notice if somebody puts their phone down every time, face down, 
You notice that if you take your phone to the bathroom, little stuff like that, you notice that. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Changing passwords. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. So put it like this. It got to the point where I didn't have proof that she was doing nothing because she was so, so uh, masterful about her stuff. And at the same time, wasn't trying to look for her. Because I told you I loved the girl. I didn't want to find anything. But it was it was so smoky that I knew it was a fire. Well. You know, trust is everything. And for me, I'm kind of old school. And personally... I can't be with you if I have to worry about you. So at this point, the love is definitely fading for me because I'm like, I can't trust this girl. And I don't want to be with somebody. I don't want to be, you can't catch flights to go see somebody. Can you imagine being in a long distance relationship with somebody you can't trust? Like, what's the point of that? Isn't long distance enough? Isn't long distance enough? Now I have to worry about trusting? Oh man, I could do bad all by myself. I can do bad all by myself. We're talking real right now. So eventually she would this would turn into her going into the club. And a couple of times she went to the club and she didn't even call me to let me know she came home. Come on, man. Your girl go out to the club and she don't even call you to let you know she got home safe? What man is going to sit there and take that? Please tell me what man. And, and let me tell you, I was a good brother to this girl. I don't know another brother who catches flights to just to go see his girl. Because we was in a long distance. I mean, this is what I was doing. Monthly. Different countries. Chasing her around the world, trying to spend some time with her. And it was like, got to the point where it's like, I can't love you no more than I'm doing. Like, I literally, you have drained me. You have, I mean, you know how you take a wet towel when you just squeeze it to the last bit of water drop out? That's what you have done to my soul. And now you want to go to the club? not let me know you came home and come up with some bullshit excuse blah blah my phone my service but bitch please that was my attitude I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna keep it 100 with you my attitude was bitch please you have played me long enough she was like I wanna come see you I wanna come make up with you you know and you know that's what women do women will use sex as a weapon did you hear what I said? They would, I mean, you will find some women, they will treat you like a dog. And they will, they will, and you will sit there and be about to break down and cry, and she put that thing on you. And you'd be like, damn, you got me again. Do you want me to make you a sandwich? You find a brother making a woman a sandwich. <laughs> That's how much you love her. This is what we're talking about. So, you know, she said she wanted to come see me. 
family. I didn't even respond. A three-year relationship. She, and she said that she wanted to come see me to make up, and I didn't even respond. That's how much she had drained me, dog. I didn't even respond. So she, uh, for two weeks, we didn't even talk. And eventually she wrote me. She said, I can't believe, you know, I, I could have took this time to see you. You just didn't even respond. I think, I think this is it. I think we, you know, we had a good run, but I think this is it. That's how she was talking, right? <laughs> Family, I didn't respond again. How could I? How could I? When she was taking the very soul of me and ripping it apart and just looking. I'm gonna tell you one story. It was a situation where I had I moved back in with my mom to save up to get a house for me and her. I moved in with my mother as a grown man to save money to buy a house for this woman. And you know what she said? A few months after that, she said, Rashad, oh, damn it. So I moved in my mother's house to, to save money. To get this woman a house. And she threw that in my face. She said, she was like, a few months after that, she was like, you living with your mother. Oh, man, that broke me down. I mean, I was disgusted. I was like, I, I did it for you. You moved in with your mother. You a fuck boy. That's what she said. She said, you a fuck boy. Now, where I'm from, those are fighting words. If a dude call you a fuckboy, square up. We bout to rumble. This was my girl who didn't even talk like that. Who didn't even talk like that. Calling me a fuckboy because I moved in with my mother to save money to get her a house? Yes, <laughs> brothers be taking abuse too. But after that whole clubbing thing, I was okay. I'm done. Like that was it. It was a. It should have been. You know, I should have left many times. But after that, it's like okay. You're like you're forcing me to leave. And so we ended. You know. And I'll tell you something even funnier than that. Three-year relationship. 
Six months later, she was already fucking somebody else. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> it was what it was. It was exactly what I thought. So a part of me is like, you know, well, damn, all this because I <laughs> became conscious. <laughs> what happened? I talked to I, I talked to a few brothers. I went through a long phase. I was like, what happened? I know I'm a good brother. What happened? Well, that's what happens when you're dating somebody that's not conscious. It's, it's, it's crucial. If you're a conscious person, your soulmate has to be conscious because you just, like as I said before, you're just going to be annoying them. So. If you're looking for a good woman, the first thing you have to do is find a conscious woman. Because everybody else... It's just too unpredictable. I know it can be hard when you're conscious and, and, and you're trying to find somebody else conscious, but have faith. We all out there. You just got to find the right areas, too. You ain't going to find no conscious person in the club. You're going to find exactly what you're looking for in the club. And don't get mad. When they act like a person would act that you have met in the club. You know, you can't be trying to pull an angel out of a player. It don't work like that. This is Colossal Talks. And it's hard to find a good woman too. But I know they're out there. And I love you. Peace and blessings. This is Colossal Talks. Today we want to talk about something that's really plaguing the black community. And that's the food. My brothers and sisters, the food is killing us. The food is killing us and nobody wants to talk about it. Why nobody wants to talk about it? Because everything tastes so damn good. McDonald's tastes so damn good. Burger King tastes so damn good. Pepperoni pizza dripping with cheese tastes so damn good. Well, it's supposed to, Negro. It's supposed to taste good. 
but everything tastes good ain't good. Just because it tastes good don't mean it's good. So we have to talk about it. Now, a lot of it starts with our parents. That's right. A lot of it starts with our parents. One can't teach what one doesn't know. I tell you personally, I grew up eating hot dogs every day. I don't think you hear what I'm saying. I ate pork hot dogs every damn day from about the age of three to about the age of eight. I ate hot dogs like it was a job. No, no hot dog bread. And I'm talking about a, a slice of bread, put the hot dog in there, throw some ketchup on it. That's lunch. And, and, and I might not even warm the hot dog up. Yeah, I throw it in the microwave. Radiate the pork hot dog. <laughs> and that was lunch and dinner. I would cry. I would throw a fit if my mama wouldn't let me have a hot dog. Because it tasted so good. But it was supposed to. We got to talk about this, family. We got to talk about this. Ain't nothing beneficial about eating no damn pork. Hell, I was eating Viena sausages, pig feet, all the meats. I'm from North Florida, family. Don't get my Florida mixed up with Miami. Hell, you can't even get my Florida mixed up with Tampa. I'm from North Florida, Tally Hole. Up in that region. Tallahassee is a city for us. They call where I'm from Flabama. And we ate all that. Pig feet, coon. Hey, I talk about coons now, but we used to eat them. <laughs> Rabbit. All that. Hell, my mother generation, they used to eat possum and all that. Hell, I ate squirrel before. We used to eat all that. Dripping with butter and sauces. And we wonder why we the leading cause of heart disease. Huh. I wonder why. We have to ask ourselves... What are the other black people that were on the same slave ships? Why they don't eat like us? Now, we know the slave ships, we all the same people, just made different stops now. They stopped in South America, they stopped in Central America, and then they stopped in North America. But you have to talk to me now. Because we the ones... That's eating totally different from these other. We eat different from Central and South America, Jamaica, all that. And you have to tell me why. Haiti, Dominican Republic, all that. Why we eat so different. All those countries eat rice, beans, and plantains. And, and chicken. Tell me I'm roasted chicken now. 
Tell me I'm lying. They eat rice, beans, roasted chicken, and plantains. Talk to me. Black folks in America, we eating fried chicken. Deep fried. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Smothered in gravy. A biscuit. Slop it up with the biscuit. Green beans dripping with butter. And a nice cold glass of Kool-Aid. Then you get done with that. You get you a piece of cake. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Tell me I'm lying. I am a black American. Hell, I know what the hell we eat. I know we ate in my community. Fine, I won't speak for you and yours. I'll speak for my community. That's what we eat. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes smothered in gravy, yams smothered in butter and cinnamon and brown sugar, green beans dripping in butter, and macaroni and cheese. Tasting amazing. Oh yeah, that's delicious. But we eat all that and we wonder what's wrong with us. Come on, family. And I'm a big brother. Listen to me, I'm a big brother. I like to eat. Don't get me twisted. But even my big ass had to say, hold on, brother. I know you got a big body and you got to, you got to, Keep this thing going and everything, but still, brother, you got to take care of yourself because health is wealth. I mean, we eat all that for them. We eat the fried chicken, the mashed potatoes, the yams, the macaroni and cheese, the deep fried chicken, the beans dripping in butter, a cold glass of Kool-Aid, uh, and a piece of cake, and we go to bed. <laughs> it just sits on us. Lord have mercy. But it don't stop there. Because we wake up. Now it's time to eat breakfast. <laughs> you don't went from eating a huge, unhealthy meal to a sleep phase where it's just sitting on you to waking up to eat possibly, more than likely, another unhealthy meal. I mean, talk to me. I mean, I'm going to tell you what I was eating. We talking about scrambled eggs with cheese. Pork bacon, pancakes and syrup, and butter. You gotta put some butter on the pancakes now. Even though it was made with butter, you gotta put some more butter on that. And a glass of what? Artificial orange juice. Maybe it's GMO, I don't know. Who's checking to see if orange juice is organic or not? Back in the 90s, you were just grabbing that thing. You didn't care if it was Sunday Delight. That's orange juice. We ain't care in the 90s. We ain't nobody know nothing. Grab that Sunny Delight. <laughs> the, with, with the purple cow. That, that got the calcium in it, right? They'll put a little calcium stick on there. You think you're doing something. It's amazing. And we wondering what's wrong with us. But it's not even just about choosing the right thing to eat. To eat, Because once you make the right 
choice like, okay, I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to eat that. Then you got to make sure if it's real or not. Because these white folks are making billions and billions of dollars on selling GMO food. Genetically modified organisms. What the hell does that mean? What the hell does that mean? Food that's not even real. That's what the hell it means. And we wondering what's wrong with us. How many of our people, how many of our people go to a grocery store and make sure that the food is organic or not? Because if it's not organic, family, that means it's not real. White folks making billions of dollars. But you, in their neighborhood, it'd be different now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go on Nancy's side of town. Yeah, yeah. Check out Nancy's side of town. They got all type of farmer markets and all type of health solutions. White folks take care of white folks. Please believe. All type of organic food shops. That's before you get to the nicest Publix, the nicest grocery store in the town. All type of organic stuff. All type of organic stuff. Because they're trying to outlive you. <laughs> they are trying to outlive you. The statistics are out. We know who's living long these days. And we know who's producing and who ain't producing. So it, when, when that is all understood, you got to understand white supremacy weaponizes everything. Do you think that they would put shackles on little black babies and old black women and fathers and not trying to figure out a way to weaponize the food? Don't you eat every day? Everything is weaponized. The air the water which you eat every day you got to take care of yourself you got you 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 got to take care of yourself because honestly in in today's society ignorance is a choice ignorance is a choice so when i hear my my brothers and sisters talk about generational curses yeah, you know, my daddy had heart disease. My, my daddy had high blood pressure. His daddy had high blood pressure. That's why I got high blood pressure. No, Negro, I'm not buying that no more. You ate what your daddy ate, and he ate what his daddy ate. And I guarantee you, your grandfather's food was a lot healthier than this crap we're eating today. Nah. It ain't a generational. You know what the generational curse is? A lack of knowledge. It's not a curse running through your family. It's a lack of knowledge running through your family. Discipline yourself, family. Guard your temple. Do it for four days. I dare you. I double dare you. Eat well 
for four days and do a little exercise and I guarantee you it will be easier to do on that fifth day. I live by the four day rule. A lot of people live by the, you got to do something for three months and then it becomes a habit. You got to do something for two weeks. No, I, I go, I, four days, man. Do something four days in a row and I guarantee you the fifth day, I don't know what it is. The first day is going to be hard. The second day is going to be hard. The third day is going to be hard. And the fourth day is still going to be hard just like the first day. But it's something about that fifth day where you be like, I just, something in your mind tells you, you just did this four days in a row. Of course you can do this today. Something snaps in you. Discipline yourself. Guard your temple. This is Colossal Talks. And we love you. Peace and blessings. This is Colossal Talks. Today, I want to talk to you about the truth. There's an old saying, and it goes like, if I love you, then I must tell you the truth. sugarcoated I can't tiptoe around it if I love you I must tell you the truth and my brothers and sisters our truth here in America <laughs> I can't tell it to you without discussing white supremacy. Because we are not telling our children the truth about white supremacy. We are unprepared for it when we become adults. Tell me, I'm lying. We don't understand why we going in debt in school and why white kids they got a house waiting for them right after school. I remember a couple of years after college, I mean, people were just moving into houses. I look at my, all my wife, I'm like, what is going on? How, how, why are their lives just so, why is this easy transition? What is this easy transition for them? But see, that was before I understood land. <laughs> land. See, because white folks have stole the land, they are able to hand it down generation after generation. And what is land, family? Equity. If you have land, you have equity. You can get the law if you got land. A lot of black folks ain't got no land no more. That's our problem. 
And we wondering why these white, even the poorest white folks, a lot of them be sitting on a couple acres of land. That's equity. That's why you have a poor white person and they'll be riding around a big ass F450, 350 truck. Because they got land. They can get the loan for that truck. Old raggedy house been paid off for years. They just stacking up and they living life. They, they, they comfortable right where they at. Because of land. It's all about the land. That's how white supremacy is able to stay ahead. We got to get back to the land. A lot of people ain't talking about land. And that's what, that's what the problem is. Brothers talking about everything except land. What you going to do tonight, dog? You already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Girls go, girl, what you about to do? Boom, boom, boom. Are we talking about land? If I love you, I must tell you the truth. I got to tell you about how white supremacy has affected our history. How you don't even know who you are because of white supremacy. Your history didn't start on no damn slave plantation. Huh? If I love you, I must tell you that your history didn't start with no damn slave plantation. If I love you, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm an educated black man. My parents didn't ever dive into my history before slavery. And they educated. Ain't that a damn shame? We talking about two educated black folk. It don't matter if you educated, if you ain't woke. It don't matter if you educated, if you ain't woke. Because your version of the truth ain't even the truth. Got me thinking Columbus really discovered America. Got me thinking Santa Claus is white. Got me thinking Jesus is white. Or, or, or color don't even matter. Color don't matter. Don't matter what color God was. Even though it says right there in the Bible, skin of brass, hair of wool. Last time I checked, that looked like you, brother. That looked like you, sister. That don't look like no white man with blue hair and uh, with blonde hair and blue eyes to me. If I love you, I must tell you the truth. Since we on the topic here, I got to dive in. If I love you, I must tell you the truth that your history is connected with some a little thing called the Negro land map. That's right, the Negro land map. Your white teacher show skipped over that, didn't she? Huh? Your white teacher show skipped over Negro land map. Taught you about England and all the empires and kingdoms of Europe and even taught you about the Chinese dynasties and Japanese samurais and everything. Greek mythology. But they show skipped over Negro land. <laughs> and I wonder why. I wonder why. Because that's where the slave ships came from, Negro. This ain't no game, man. If I love you, I must tell you the truth. The slave ships came from Negro land. That's why they don't talk about it. Why they don't talk about it? Because in Negro land, there's a place called the Slave Coast. That's right. Look it up. 
<laughs> like my brother be saying, look it up. Look it up. It's a place called the Negro Land. And on that place, it's in, and in the Negro Land, it's called the Slave Coast. And prior to it being conquered, you think it was just always called the Slave Coast? Hell no. Prior to it being called the Slave Coast, it was called the Kingdom of Judah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Now we're going deeper. All of a sudden, you mean to tell me that the slave ship that came to America came from a place that was originally called the Kingdom of Judah? Where have I heard that from? Kingdom of Judah. Where have I heard? Oh, yeah, I heard that somewhere in the Bible. Huh. The Israelites in the Bible. They said they was from the Kingdom of Judah. Matter of fact, I think Jesus himself said he was from the Kingdom. Uh, yeah, they, they, they all were Judah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to start raising some questions here. I don't care if you're Kemet, Muslim, atheist. I don't care where you're from. I ain't talking about religion. I just want you to tell me why is all this connected? Because when I open up this Bible, and I don't care what religion, if you open up that Bible and you turn to Deuteronomy 28, 68, it said that the Israelites will be taken into slave ships. Deuteronomy. 2868. If I'm lying, I'm flying. And I just look down and my ass is sitting down. It said the Israelites will be taken into slave ships into a land of their enemy. Well, let me see. What other nation got was taken into slave ships? Let me see. Let me think hard. I'm sure there might have been some other nations that were slaves, but which ones went into slavery? The whole nation went into the slavery by slave ships. Let me think. Because I know it wasn't them white people that's calling themselves Jews. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. European Jews did not go into slavery by slave ships. I, I, I think I would have came across that history. So what are we talking about? What is the Bible talking about? You figure it out. Because I'm not here to convert nobody. You figure it out. But I'm going to tell you this. If I love you, I have to tell you the truth. And African American, that is not on the map, brother, sister. Go look on the map and see if you find Africa, America on there. You ain't going to find it. Who are you? We all call on ourselves the titles given to us by our conquerors. Black is just a color. Black is just a color. And any other word that means black is just a color. Let's get that straight. Nationality, family. If I love you, I must tell you who your nationality is. And I don't care what you want to say. The fact is the fact that the Negro, that, that, that the slaves that came here by slave ships were speaking Igbo. 
and the Igbo tribe are, are genetically tied to Israel. They are not from Nigeria, and they will tell you they are not originally from Nigeria. They migrated to Nigeria from Israel. And the Igbo were the main group on those slave ships. Huh. You better go look at that Will Smith movie, uh, Concussion. Oh, he dropping all jewels on that. You didn't hear him when he was speaking Nigerian. He said he of the Igbo tribe. Man, Hollywood drops gems all the time. You just got to pay attention. And he did it again with the when he did the with the with the cop movie. He, he was fighting the, the the blue monsters. It was like a Netflix movie. That stuff was just dropping jewels all through the movie, man. Figure it out, black folks. You are the chosen people. I'm sorry to tell you. I know some of you don't want to hear it. You want to know why Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan? Why is LeBron James LeBron James? Why is Michael Jackson Michael Jackson? Why is Tiger Woods Tiger Woods? What is it about these, these, what is Serena Williams, why, why Serena Williams, Serena Williams, why is Beyonce, why do African Americans seem like they're superheroes? Tell me I'm lying. And guess what, it ain't just the ones I got it, the ones I, 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 I named that has that ability. No, 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 no. We all can tap into our God. Huh? See, God dwells within us as well. You see what I'm saying? So we can all tap into our God gene. We all have a gift. It's just that it's hard to get to it when you're working for white folks. Eight hours a day. Five days a week. That, that, that kills your creativity. You work eight hours a day for white folk. You come home. Lord have mercy, you might have kids. You gotta, you gotta fix dinner for the kids. Huh? You tired. I know you tired. That's why I'm always patient with people that don't have knowledge, that don't have as much knowledge. I don't judge nobody. I didn't once know what I know today. I take my time to listen to you. Let me hear what your, what's your version of the truth is, brother. What's your version, sister? I'm going to take time to listen to what you got. Because as long as you're trying to escape the plantation, I'm going to listen to you. You see what I'm saying? That's the main goal. I don't care what kind of hat you're wearing <laughs> when you try to escape the plantation. I just want to know, are you trying to leave? I don't care if you, what type of, 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 of culture attire you're wearing. Are you trying to leave this plantation or what? Okay. Let's get off this plantation. That's what we about at Colossal. And we put up that post every morning. We don't care what religion you are, you know. We don't. We ain't diving in all that politics, man. Please, two heads of the same snake. That's what we believe at Colossal, Democrat and Republican. Last time I checked, neither one of them gave you reparations. So what does that tell you? If I love you, family, I must tell you the truth. I got to tell you the truth about. Uh, you know, the most important thing as a black man you probably can know is not whether or not you got a degree. I, I hate to tell you, and I, and I have a degree. I'm here to tell you, I have a degree. I'm here to tell you that probably the most important thing is owning your own business. <laughs> That's probably the most important thing. 
entrepreneurship. And I'm going to tell you something. It, it, if you go to school for 12 years or, or however many years of high school, and then uh, four years of college, and you still don't even know how to build your own house, <laughs> brother, I'm here to tell you, you ain't learned nothing. Sister, you do 12 years of high school, all that, 12 years of primary school, four years of college, and you can't make a shirt? <laughs> Sister, you ain't learned nothing. I said it. If you can't grow a tomato, you can't grow a cucumber out the ground. But you just did all this college and you paid thousands of dollars of, of, of money to, for an education and you don't even know how to grow a damn peanut. I'm here to tell you, you ain't learned. You ain't learned nothing. We got to know how to provide shelter. We have to know how to feed ourselves. And we have to know how to clothe ourselves. Those are the three essential factors of survival. And I'm going to be honest with you, most of us don't know how to do not, not now one of those things. And we wonder what's wrong with us. We got to get back to these basic things. Our grandparents knew how to do this. And they were getting pulled out of school. My uncle told me a story. My grandfather pulled him out of school in third grade and said, boy, you coming to this farm, you gotta work. My uncle was the oldest of five kids. All The other four kids, my mom, her brother and sister, they all got to stay in school, but the oldest, my dad, my granddaddy needed help. So he pulled my his oldest son out of third grade and forced him to farm. And he regressed to the day. He'll, he'll talk, he's 79 years old. He'll talk about it every now and then. Every now and then, he'll bring it up. It's still affecting him. You know, yeah, daddy sure pulled me out of school. And he still, he, won, he missed that education. But listen to me, family. This man owns his own tractor. A couple of them, he owns cattle. This man owns his own house on about five acres of land. And he's still thinking about his education. And I'm looking at him, brother, you got it. You winning. Ah, if I love you, I must tell you the truth. Peace and blessings. This is Colossal. Peace and blessings. This is Colossal Talks. I don't know what podcast you think you was looking for. But if you came to this podcast, you must want to talk about black power. I said, if you listen to this right now, you must want to talk about black power. Because as far as we're concerned at Colossal, there ain't nothing else to talk about. Why? Why, Colossal? Why do you have to keep talking about black power? Because the system of white supremacy doesn't sleep.
The system of white supremacy doesn't take naps. The system of white supremacy is 24-7-365. And it's my job, my duty to let you know that. Because if I don't, who will? If the conscious community don't wake us up, who will? Dick Gregory said, we are the only people who think entertainers and athletes are going to save us. No country in the world has ever been liberated by entertainers and athletes. So, so what are we thinking? We're depending on entertainers and athletes to say this. Dog black folks, it's going to be us, the community. It's going to be us that's going to do it. We have to save ourselves, but for some reason, we can't save ourselves because we keep trying to save white folks. Yeah, I said it. Saw the old the Bird Box movie, right? Saw the Bird Box movie, and the whole time I'm just thinking, first off, I was thinking, where is the black woman at? There's a lot of white folks up in here. Got a couple of brothers, but where is the black woman? Want to show her in the scene. I guess she was one of the blind women or something in the end. Oh, oh, yeah, there's a black woman. So disrespectful. The white, the system of white supremacy is so disrespectful. The woman, the, 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 the mother of the universe. You can't even give her a little five-minute clip. You know what I'm saying? Want to show her at the end of the movie. Come on, man. The system of white supremacy doesn't sleep. So I'm watching this movie. And the whole time I'm thinking, hell, all I see is a bunch of black men saving white women. All I'm seeing is a bunch of black men sacrificing themselves for white women. That's my take on Bird Box movie. There it is. This is Colossal Talks. For real. That's the, that was the whole movie. How was the movie? Oh yeah, it was just black, you know, brothers saving white women. Risking their lives. Throwing themselves in front of demons and all type of monsters and zombies. Yeah, eat, eat me. Save the white woman. Shit. We must be sick. Oh, Colossal is just a movie. Just a movie, my ass. You don't even realize what you just saw. They are telling you what is going on out here. You don't realize that we're already entranced by these evil entities. You don't even get that. You, you know when it happened? It happened as soon as you turned on the damn TV. Oh, boy. You know they don't want to, black folks don't want you talking about TV now. Black folks love TV. Yeah, I said it. As soon as you turn on that damn TV, 
them damn evil entities got your ass. They got me too. But I'm just telling them what it is. And that evil entity is called what? White supremacy. You turn on that damn TV, all of a sudden you want to go finance your own oppressors. You want to spend your money with these white companies. Hell, you're spending it. As soon as you got having the TV, you're giving them people money. Listen, I ain't saying don't enjoy yourself, do what you do, but I'm just telling you what's going on out here. Somebody got to. The only way in the movie that these people could save themselves, they had to hide their eyes. Come on, people. Listen what they're telling you. The only way you're going to escape us if you stop watching us. But because you love watching white people, you love watching TV, you love being uh, just consumed by their products, they got your ass. It's no different from the woman in the movie. She just walked into the, the burning car. Just walked into it. That's how you look walking into Gucci. That's how you look walking into Louis Vuitton. You look just like the woman in the bird box when she walked into the burning car and it exploded. That's what your ass look like sponsoring all these white companies that don't give a damn about our communities, don't give a damn about our people. And you go and look at the history, hell, a lot of them was neck deep in slavery. Go look at the history of some of these banks. You think you just become a bank one day? Man, please, man. Y'all, we, we got to wake up, people. You know, I speak with passion, but it comes from love. You heard me? It comes from love. I love my people. And if I love you, I got to tell you the truth. It's the TV. That's the demon. Every conscious person, I, like real conscious person I met, they have told me how like, yeah, I had to chill out on TV for a minute. It's a fasting. You got to turn that, hey man, listen, you turn on that TV looking at that shit for hours. You Remember, look at the movie, how the woman, they just be staring at that shit. It's the TV. They just be staring at it. They don't blink. They just be staring at it. Who stare? When, when do you stare like that all day? Please tell me. Your phone. But at least your phone and your computer, you control your information, kind of, sort of. At least you can choose what to watch. That TV, man, they are funneling, funneling miseducation. Funneling uh, negative, uh, uh, just energy about black people. I mean, we don't, listen, I, I mean, I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, my mom used to love Young and the Restless. Used to love Young and the Restless. But one day I grew up and I said, uh, damn, all that time you spent watching Young and the Restless, hell, we could have probably put a little business together or something. You know what I'm saying? You could have got a little side business for yourself. All the hours you spent watching Young and the Restless, you could have put a plan together and started you a little side business, ma. We waste time watching TV. What the hell is Young and the Restless did for me and my family? 
Not a damn thing. We have to wake up. Put your blindfolds on. Hide yourself. Guard yourself from these entities, starting with the TV. But really, it, it's, it's that... I, I, I can't even listen to radio, family. I can't even listen. Anytime somebody is in my... Hey, would you like to come to this company? Would you like to come to this company? Would you like to come to this company? Come on, man. I understand we got to pay bills. It would just be more love if it was more balanced out. You don't see black businesses on TV, man. Don't play me like a fool. Turn on ESPN right now and show me. Tell me the first commercial you see. Tell me the second commercial you see. Tell me the third commercial you see. I'm willing to bet those three commercials are white on. Change the channel. Go to CBS. Go to one commercial. Go to two commercials. Go to three commercials. I'm willing to bet those commercials are white on. That's the problem. That's why I'm so grateful that we have podcasts such as this, such as these other uh, platforms that allow us to express our voice. Because guess what? We fed up. We've been fed up. We been off TV a long time ago. But we still like to, you know, pass knowledge, entertain, you know. We still normal. We still human. But we off the dumb shit. We passed that. I don't want to watch TV. Man, my TV stays off. People be like, yo, what's up? What? What? What's the problem? You want to watch something? I got a computer. I got a projector. Throw it up. No, I don't watch TV. Cable? Cable for what? So I can pay you to pay you to miseducate me? Damn. I must be sick. I'm gonna pay you to miseducate me. <laughs> okay. I wanna talk about Colin Kaepernick and what's going on and stuff like that. What's going on? You know, why is he angry? What what made what's making him near? Let's go, let's dive into the real facts of the root. Don't just tell me what he's doing. Tell me why he's doing it. You ain't about to get that from TV. They start the conversation. He's kneeling. Why he kneeling? Got anything to do with Trayvon Martin? You got anything to do with Philando? Does it got anything to do with Sandra Bland? Does it got anything to do with Alton Sterling? Eric Brown? Tamir Rice? Why is he kneeling? Don't just tell me he's kneeling. Tell me why he kneeling. Hypocrites. Walking hypocrites. If, if, if a hypocrite could grow legs, arms, and a head and a face... That's what these people would be. Not even human, just you are a hypocrite that turned human. That some you're a hypocrite that, that looks human, that has a human form, but you're not even human. You're just a walking hypocrite. Somebody has figured out how to take the DNA of hip- hypocrisy and, and they formed legs and put a face on it. That's what you are. This is Colossal Talks, and I love you.
Peace and blessings. This is Colossal Talks. And today, I want to talk about the health. The health of black people. Now, when we're talking about the health, we have to talk about the food. We have to understand that we are not eating the same type of food that our ancestors used to eat. It's not the same diet. Hell, it ain't even the same makeup. Everything today is GMO. So it's your duty to find organic food. Because family, if it's not organic, it ain't even real. And, and, and that's what happens when white supremacy controls the world. We have to put a sticker on a piece of food to tell you that it's real. But if it ain't real, no problem. Don't need no sticker. That makes no sense. They should treat GMO food just how they treat these damn cigarettes. May cause cancer. Straight up. May cause cancer. They leaving that out. But see, they got tripping. These white folks sitting on 80 acres of land. Huh? Each family. Got some cows in the, on, on, on one acre. They growing crops on the other acre. They cutting their taxes in half. Hell, they might be growing so much, they get a check. They get a check from the government. And they got us living in apartments stacked up on each other. Projects. Boxed in. No land. Living right on top of each other. That's what happened when they didn't give us the land. And you wonder why we talk about reparations? You wonder why we talk about reparations? We ain't supposed to be living stacked up on each other like we doing. Ain't nothing wrong with living with a, in a black community. I'll be damned. I don't want you right next door to me. Hell, I might want to walk outside and be naked. I want to walk outside and be naked and I want to look to my left and right and see nobody. I need land for that. Okay? Maybe I want to walk to the check my mailbox and my drawers. I can't do that. You living right up on me. Hell, you think they don't understand that? They live on shits called ranches and shit. What the hell is a ranch? On thing ranch black folk knows damn Doritos. It's all about the land, folks. 
reparations and restitution. Give me back what you stole from me. Lest the sin be perpetual. Oh, wait. You think you just gonna take my land. Take all my resources. Abuse my, all my family. Pass and, 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 and take everything that I have and acquire wealth with it. Pass that down to your child. And because your child didn't physically do it, everything is cool. Right. By the way, I mean, it's like the way white supremacy puts it. We, I, I can come in and take your car. Huh? Take your house. Take everything you got. As long as I give it to my child, ain't no pride. That's the world we live in. The hypocrisy of white supremacy. It's truly amazing to me. Somebody got to talk about it. It's affecting your physical health, your mental health. When you ain't got the right food, you ain't even thinking straight. Hell, I know I grew up on McDonald's, Burger King, all that mess. Please. The hell is they doing for the black community, first of all? How many vegan fast food restaurants you know? That's what I thought. You think white supremacy couldn't figure out a way to put make the whole make it healthy? You know what I'm saying? Like they mean to harm you. It's an offense. You think they can't make vegan options? Man, don't play yourself. <laughs> don't play yourself. with the food family. That's why it's so important to listen to such people such as Dr. Seti, Dr. Africa. The, the, these two brothers, I mean, they break it down in such layman terms that a child could understand. What the hell are you doing eating pork? Eating pork for what? Has no nutritional value and a pig will eat anything, dead or alive. We must be sick. Because we still got to remember we turned slave food into culture food. Wake up, family. Let's get back to our culture food. Think about the other nations, what they eat. Rice, 
beans, plantains. What we eat? Back and roasted cheese, yams, deep fried chicken. I have to keep talking about it because somebody got to keep talking about it because we the way they got these churches and Popeye commercials rolling up. Five dollar biscuit, five dollar. I be saying, oh, everybody be getting hype. Five dollar box, five dollar box, five dollars a death. Wondering why we the ones leading in heart heart disease and high blood pressure. Look who they catering to. Look who they catering to. They had Jerry Rice with a damn chicken chicken helmet on. I said, would you look at Jerry Rice? Look at Jerry Rice. Well, they got him good, don't they? How much was that check? With a damn chicken helmet on. I said, Jerry Rice, you know you can, you know damn well you could do the same thing for some vegan food. You know, if you gotta make your money, go ahead and make your money, man. I get it, you gotta play the game. You, you're trying to get some checks. But goddamn, you could come on that the next month, I should be able to see you in a vegan. Alright, now you promoting some vegan stuff now? Hell no. Get your money and go, huh? <laughs> it's a joke. Imagine me being the best receiver of all time and a motherfucker telling me to put a damn chicken helmet on. I would have told you to kiss my ass three times. Kiss my ass, kiss my ass, kiss my ass. You best be out your damn I'm the greatest receiver of all time. But that's what we do though, man. You know, We'll give our people. We'll, we'll, let's just call it. We'll sacrifice our people, man. I hate to take it that far, but that's what it'd be like when you sacrifice your people for the dollar, man. I don't know how you sleep at night. Hell, I'd have had money, man. I ain't seen a check big enough to be like, man. Let me just throw some black people under the bus real quick. <laughs> I haven't seen that check yet, brother. I haven't seen it, sister. And I've seen some checks. I ain't be like, man, I'm about to, man, I don't know if I can, I ain't never been in a situation where I felt like if I take this deal, I can't go back to the black community. I ain't never got that close. I smell smoke, it's a fire. Guard your, guard your temple, family. I mean, we gonna have to talk about this weekly got some vegetables in you today? You got some fruit in you today? Some cashews? You know you like cashews. Your black ass like cashews like my black ass like cashews. Why you can't choose to go healthy? You know what four doubled eggs and a mango would do for you? I don't think you heard what I said. Eat four doubled eggs and a mango and a tall glass of water and tell me if you are hungry after that. Just discipline. What we train, we train to go make a ham and cheese, ham, cheese, and mayonnaise on white bread. 
Ain't none of that shit healthy. But that's what we eat for a snack. Because we don't let the European teach us how to feed ourselves. When we the ones that taught him every damn thing that he know. Science, math, nutrition, we taught him everything. And now we got him educating us. And we wondering what's wrong. Health is wealth. Guard your temple. We love you. This is Colossal Talks.